0: on how you buy. Support for today's show comes from Squarespace with beautiful templates created by world-class designers. Squarespace makes it easy to turn your idea into a new and unique website in just a few clicks. Squarespace's analytics help you grow in real time. And if you have a question, their award-winning 24-7 customer support is there to help. Think it, dream it, make it with Squarespace. Squarespace, it's really great. I use it. I like it. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. When you're ready to launch, use the offer code CG to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. I want to tell you about a new podcast from our friends over at Stitcher. It's a serious, in-depth look at the story of Heaven's Gate. New podcast, Heaven's Gate, talks to people who lost loved ones, people who still believe in the cult, all to understand the cult's mysteries. Whatever you think you know, prepare to be surprised. Hosted by Glenn Washington, one of my favorite podcasters, he grew up in a cult, you've heard his other show snap judgment amazing show you know this will be good he does not mess around he brings good content all the time hear it for yourself subscribe to heaven's gate the podcast is free it's wherever you listen you know stitcher apple podcast track it down it's free heaven's gate enjoy it hello to all my chopper riding devil worshipers out there it's beautiful anonymous one hour one phone call no names, no holds barred.
1: I'd rather go one-on-one. I think it'll be more fun. And I'll get to know you. And you'll get to know me. Hey,
0: everybody. It's Chris Kethard here, welcoming you to another episode of Beautiful Anonymous. Thank you for listening to the show. Thank you for supporting the show. It's like, uh, it's, I can tell you, this show is like the greatest pressure release in my life. Everybody knows. If you listen to this show, you know I've been real stressed out, real exhausted working on my TV show, True TV, and uh, this week, twice, twice I got to go into the studio and sit and just turn off my phone and talk to a human. It's so nice. It's such a nice thing, and thank you guys for building such a great community around it, including the Facebook, the Facebook group, Beautiful Anonymous Community. It broke 20,000 members. It blew me away, all the mod stuff Go check out the... They're running a really great contest now with fan art, and there's going to be a t-shirt made, and it's going to be cool. And uh, that's awesome. Last week, our episode uh, had led to perhaps one of the greatest comments I've ever read in the Facebook group. Susan said, if anybody listens knows that the the caller kept using the phrase bibbidi-bobbidi-boo throughout the call. And uh, Susan left a comment on the thread related to that episode that said, Last night in dance class, as we were switching partners, the guy I was dancing with said, I'll just bibbidi-bobbidi-boo. And I screamed... You listened to Beautiful Anonymous today. He gave me a weird look and said, I don't know what that is. I shrunk like 10 sizes. It's just about the greatest reaction to this show. Like, I, There's a point where I'm like, I should retire because that's the best possible way that could have gone. Thank you, Susan, for the contribution. Thank you to everybody who participates in that Facebook group, that lovely, polite army of 20,000 people who just want to discuss empathetic conversations. It's such a cool thing. Thank you. This week's episode... Uh, I tell you, sometimes people come in and you know, you can tell they got a little cheat sheet in front of them. This is what I'm going to talk about when I get on Beautiful Anonymous. And then sometimes there's people go, I don't know. Let's see where this one goes. Let's just see where this one turns out. Here's where this one goes. I'm happy to tell you. Cocaine, motorcycles, Satanism, all in the most laid back fashion. You'll probably hear any of those things ever talked about. I enjoyed it greatly. I think you will too.
1: Enjoy the call. Thank you for calling Beautiful Anonymous. A beeping noise will indicate when you are on the show with the host. Hello? Hello. Hi. Hey, is this Christopher? It
0: is, but nobody calls me Christopher except my mom and sometimes my wife.
1: (laughs) Well, I guess that makes me a very intimate friend.
0: Okay, let's slow your roll.
1: (laughs) How's your day going, man?
0: How's my day going? It's going okay. If I'm being honest, it's going okay. It
1: sounds like that's not going good then, because usually if it's a good day, you'd say, you know, I'm having a great day, but okay usually means like there's some shit going on I don't really want to talk about. No,
0: I'll tell you what, first of all, I've given blood twice in the past two days, and I think it's catching up to me. I think it's really messing with my energy levels. So you got that, and then... Mm, uh, Yeah, that'd do it. Yeah, working on the TV show and hoping that hoping that uh, everyone doesn't lose their jobs because of me. I was trying not to stress out about making a TV show.
1: A lot of people. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I just watched your show for the first time when you live streamed it on Reddit because I don't have cable, and that was the only way I could at the time. And it was it was fucking hilarious. Sorry, I'm going to swear a lot, so that's I apologize okay. to your mom and stuff. That's all right. Yeah,
0: that's all right. I'm sure she appreciates yeah. that. That's nice that you like the show. <laughs> but yes. I got to figure out how to get yep, more of these beautiful and honest people to watch the show. I got I to figure it out. I got to get these numbers <laughs> up. I got to get yeah. these
1: numbers up. It'll happen. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Now, how are you doing? I'm doing great, man. I just got a new job that's so much better than my old one. This is day two on it. So at some point, I'm going to have to text my boss and let her know that I'm taking a long lunch. Ooh. Probably not good since this is... My second day, but you're second. You're an important friend, Christopher.
0: Uh, the Christopher thing is weirding me out, dude. I'm
1: gonna tell you that up front.
0: <laughs> Be very honest about that.
1: Oh, so, uh, you'll like... learn to like it.
0: Oh God. Okay. So I don't want to get you. I don't want to get you in trouble at your brand new job that you like better than your other job.
1: Oh, it's fine. It's I wouldn't have called if we were busy, but it's it's so slow that we just took time to like go get coffee, and we've just been sitting around just. Listening to stand up. Oh, that sounds
0: like a pretty good gig.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's uh I'm working in a photo studio. I am people call me a photographer, though I don't feel like one.
0: Wow. So you're in the studio. You take the yeah. photo. You are a photographer.
1: Yes, yeah.
0: Nice. Sounds like a sweet yeah. gig. Were you working no. in photography in your old job?
1: Yeah. I worked at a uh I worked at a photo lab, so I was uh you know, processing film. So I literally spent my whole day in pitch black rooms.
0: Yeah, that sounds like it gets old fast.
1: Yeah, but you see some interesting stuff, I'll tell you that.
0: Oh yeah, like what?
1: Mm. How far do we want to go with this, Christopher?
0: Yes, you gotta stop with that. You gotta stop with that. <laughs> this might be the first call I ever hang up on. Might hang up
1: on this. <laughs> I don't know if I'd be stoked or bummed.
0: Yeah, it's uh, nobody calls me Christopher, and then you keep saying it in like a like a power move, but it's also like a monotone. It's not like a it, power move. It sounds a little bit like <laughs> Silence of the Lambs, like Clarice, you know.
1: Ooh, I don't want. I don't want to do that. I'm not trying to go for that vibe.
0: That's okay. So. The answer well, to the question is, I yeah, want to go the, far. You, so, when you're working developing film, you see some, you see some odd stuff. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we did. Uh, we let's see here. What's the craziest, craziest one I saw? So we, I, I also did scanning and printing. Um, one of the ones I did was this dude's uh, house burned down, and he brought in these boxes of slides that he had saved from it, and he wanted us to scan them all and print them all again. And I don't know if he didn't remember what was on those slides and stuff, but there's a lot of uh, a lot of old '60s motorcycle club photos that involved a lot of uh, a lot of sex and Nazi flags. Whoa, That was a little weird. Whoa, yeah,
0: I didn't see so that. It was interesting.
1: I was, I was looking at the bikes because I am very into old motorcycles, so it kind of worked out.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so you were able to focus on the bikes and ignore the Nazi orgy.
1: Exactly, That's exactly. Good.
0: <laughs> That's good. And then the guy comes back, he picks up the pictures, and you just got to say, hey, thanks for the business. And
1: Yeah, exactly, just uh, no big thing. I mean, there's still people that uh, it surprises me, man. Like, everyone has iPhones. Why don't you just kind of shoot the more uh, explicit stuff on your iPhone? It seems kind of awkward. You know, there'd be people coming in all the time and just bringing photos of, like, I guess I'll do the line of coke off like you know this dude's dick or like
0: you know is that all of us
1: print it like it's no big deal?
0: Is that a theoretical example or you've actually developed a photo of someone doing cocaine off of an erect penis? (laughs) No,
1: it wasn't erect, but other than that, I'm being honest. It
0: wasn't erect. Then how did hold the cocaine?
1: There's ways, Chris.
0: (laughs) I guess you could. I guess you could cradle it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, or you just kind of go around the base of it.
0: You saw, you've developed photographs of someone doing cocaine off a flaccid penis.
1: Yeah, a lot of druggies. A lot of, no needles, but mostly just cocaine.
0: Now I think, I've I've officially heard it all now. Yeah. I think we've officially covered everything on this show.
1: We also uh, developed film for... uh, the police department in the city I live in a decently big city it's uh-huh. a city that everyone definitely knows but uh yeah when the police would find film doing like a search of someone's house or like on them they'd bring it to us to do which
0: wow.
1: wasn't which was really rare I think I think people wised up to the fact that they don't want to like shoot it on film because then there's hard evidence of what they've done
0: so this wasn't, but you're not saying like, times. you're not saying like police photographers job out of their own film. You're saying if they enter a crime scene and see film, that might be evidence. They'll just have it developed to see exactly. what they come up with.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And the, and then, so the detective would bring it and he'd have to stand there the whole time uh, to make sure that it didn't get tampered with or whatever. Wow. So yeah, luckily I never saw anything when that got brought in. It was only four times or so in the two years I worked there. Yeah. But there was one time when you brought it in and he's like, just to give you a heads up, if what's on the film is what we have this guy for, like it might be hard to look at.
0: Oh jeez.
1: Yeah. So you can you you can you can imagine what might be on that. Yeah, we can connect the dots it looks on in. that.
0: That's good. And then it comes yeah. up and it's just like a barbecue with his aunts and cousins and everybody's like, Oh oh, this is awkward.
1: <laughs> yeah. 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 There yeah, it wasn't much to look at.
0: Yeah. Well, thank God, thank God, that's better than
1: yeah. It's better than being
0: having the yeah. other but story. Yeah, but that
1: job definitely gave me plenty of times to uh, listen to podcasts such as your own, since I'm just in the dark, and uh, it's a nice, nice podcast job.
0: Oh, nice. Well, I'm happy to be of help. I do think yeah. that is a perfect target demographic for Beautiful Anonymous. People who are forced to stand in uh, pitch black rooms all day.
1: I would say so. Yeah, I'm really
0: it. liking this show. So now you're now you're an actual photographer. Now you're in the studio. You're taking you're taking pictures.
1: Yeah, I would still shoot photos all the time. In my free time, I do like freelance gigs here and there. But uh, yeah, this is much better, especially now that I have health insurance, which uh, I've been looking for.
0: Ooh, health insurance in the arts? Get out of here! Yeah,
1: I, yeah, I, I need it, man. I just had to get eye surgery last month because I have a. Uh, I have a degenerative eye disease that's uh, pretty rare, but oh, no. they finally came up with surgery to like halt it, and uh, apparently it worked. So my vision's not my vision's pretty bad. It's kind of it's hard for me to pass the DMV test even with my glasses on. Yeah, but at least it's not going to get worse now.
0: Wow, that's a, 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 that's as a photographer. Did you know about this? Did you know you had this condition when you started down this path? Because it's, it's a visual medium.
1: No, yeah, I know everything I do I mean yeah shooting photos and riding motorcycles are like the two things that I spend all my free time doing Damn. and the eyes are I would argue very important for both
0: yeah so if they hadn't found this surgery would you have gone blind eventually
1: uh yeah they're kind of um I would have needed cornea transplants in my eyes Ooh. Oof. yeah that sounds intense Much more intensive much more expensive
0: yeah I'm glad that yeah. you dodged that how long ago did you get this surgery? Yeah, last month. You're an awfully chill guy for someone who just got his eyesight saved. Got new job. You're very relaxed.
1: Uh, yeah, kind of frustrates uh, my partner, my girlfriend. who lived with her for five years, or I've been with her for five years. Lived together for, her, and I frustrate her because maybe you have advice for this. She is, she deals with depression, anxiety. To the point where twice now, once last week, like, she's having suicidal thoughts, and I really don't know what to do for her, man.
0: Hmm. I mean, I'm no authority on like, the subject outside of someone who's I just know, dealt with it. I know. You
1: experience, you know? Like, I, I wish I could, like, ask your wife, you know? Like, how, or like what does she yeah. do that makes you feel the most supportive?
0: Well, I can tell you she doesn't try to solve anything, and that's awfully nice. Like, if I'm going through a... Mm-hmm. If I'm if I'm having one of my episodes, of which I had one recently, I don't talk. It's funny, beautiful anonymous. I don't talk about it elsewhere, but beautiful anonymous. I open up about this stuff. But yeah, I had I had a little uh, breakdown recently, and she just uh, rides the storm. She doesn't try to solve it. She doesn't try. To, you know what it you know what it is that she's very good at is like when that hits. I'm well aware that it's not logical. So tr- sometimes uh-huh. people will try to use logic to explain to me why a thing isn't as big a deal or why I should come out of it. It's like, well, logic has no place right now. So maybe just be there yeah. and ride it out. But I will say if uh, if the idea of suicidal thoughts are being expressed, that's a whole different ball of wax. And I think you got to, uh, you know, at the end of the day, I think you got to make hard decisions as a loved one um, and just do what you have to do to protect, to protect your, your people, you know. I think that's uh, – there are times in my life where I was – Heading that far down that road, and I'm expressing it to people, and uh, I look back and realize, mm-hmm. oh, they they were well within their rights to call a call an ambulance or a cop car, and uh, yeah, you know, in the moment, in the moment, looking back, and I'm like, oh, thank God they didn't. But long term, I can look back as an adult now and go, oh, man, that probably would have been the best for me if somebody did.
1: Yeah, yeah, she hasn't like there there hasn't been any kind of like physical where she's threatening it. It's more like after we've both been alright all day, we'll go out for a drink or something, and she'll just say, like, you know, she'll express how hard it's been for her to, like, just get through the day working. And how it's just, like, at the front of her mind that day.
0: I'm really sorry, man. I'm sorry she's got to deal with that. I'm sorry you got to deal with that. And I hope everything works out. Yeah,
1: man. I just feel bad for her. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm really lucky. I've never really dealt with that. But it's just been pretty, like, always in a pretty decent mood. And, yeah, it's just hard to I definitely am guilty of trying to use pull, like logic her out of thinking that way.
0: Well, that's never going to work, you know. And I think,
1: yeah, I think I think I think, I've, I think I've started to learn after trying. I mean, been together so long that I can only try it so many times for him. Like, all right, this is definitely not helping. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I know. There's situations where I'll be flipping out. Like everyone's so disappointed in me. People are gonna be so mad. I'm, I'm stressing everybody out around me, and and the people in my life. Will, well, that's not true. And here's five reasons why. And I'll go. I understand you're correct, but that doesn't change the fact that I'm just feeling this. You know, it doesn't change the fact that it yeah, feels yeah. real. It doesn't matter if it is Definitely. real. it feels real. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. that's a hard thing to Absolutely. kind of wrap your head around, both from the inside and the outside. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a bummer. Yes, bummer. Bummer indeed,
0: Christopher. Oh, why'd you do it? <laughs> why'd you do it? We were connecting. We well were in such a warm oh yeah. Warm genuine moment. <laughs> and then you said this thing that's been bugging me out the whole time. <laughs>
1: We're still, we're still here, Chris. We're still having, we're, we're still connected, man.
0: Because you know what it is? I don't know your name, so it's a thing you have over me.
1: That's what I don't like about it.
0: Is you have that, that over true? me.
1: You can, you can give me one.
0: Mm, Tyler. Sure. It's, I guess your real name's not Tyler, huh?
1: No, it is not, but. Craig. Call me, huh? Eh? Craig. <laughs> mm, nope. Swing and a miss. I'm not going to
0: spend the whole episode guessing your name do that yeah your would kill me earwolf, what'd you say your would kill me <laughs> 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 so what else man what else do we got going on what else earwolf, we are going on
1: let's see here. lately uh not much man now with this job i'm just trying to save money uh hopefully buy a house down the road uh, I'm That's only awesome. I'm only 26. I'm comfortable saying that. That's I fit I fit the little the age range of all your listeners, so it doesn't really reveal much about me. Wow,
0: 26. So you've been with your uh, partner since you were 21. Trying to buy a house yes, met in college. Trying to buy a house. That's an awfully responsible decision for a person of your age. Congrats. It's awesome.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we'll see what happens. I'm sure it'll at least be a few years.
0: Yeah, but it's a good oh, goal. Wow. I just got there myself a couple of years ago, and it feels good to not be handing off all yeah, my that's... money to some creep I don't really know.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Your money just doesn't vanish into the wind.
0: No, you're investing it back in yourself. And my land...
1: I've also had a yeah. history
0: of landlords that can only be described as shady.
1: Ooh. Yeah. What is it? Let, let's hear a story.
0: Let's see. I lived in a place... In Brooklyn, with my friend Phil, where there was no lease, it was month to month, Mm -hmm. we had to pay cash, had to pay cash, (laughs) required, we're not allowed to give checks. There was a garage, there was a garage, first of all, there was a door in our kitchen and they told us never try to open that door. Don't ever try to open that door. Oh, that's
1: great. Yeah.
0: There was a garage and a driveway, <laughs> and they were empty. And I asked if I could rent one because it was hard to park in that neighborhood. And they said no. And the, the complex had like four of these empty driveways. And then maybe like three months out of the year, there'd just be like a random car with like North Carolina plates that would sit there for three months. And we quickly realized, oh, I'm <laughs> pretty certain our home is an embezzlement, is like a money laundering thing for uh, the Polish mob. It's Greenpoint. Green, oh. Anybody who knows Greenpoint knows that it's a old school Polish neighborhood. and Now there's a lot of hipsters, but there's huh. still a lot of stories about the fact that yeah. it used to be rough. They used to run shit different back in the day. I think I met some of the people who are yeah. part of that. So that's one. I've had landlords that I've had to... I once had a landlord that I took to court... Because uh, oh geez, yeah, they wouldn't give me back my security deposit because I moved out short notice, left a bunch of garbage in the house, but I moved out short notice because there yep. were bed bugs and he wouldn't pay to get rid of them.
1: Oh, guess what? That is always my nightmare. When wow,
0: judge sided with me. Surprise, surprise. He wore a hat.
1: My man, Christopher.
0: He wore a hat and they made him take <laughs> it off, and it said nine eleven. I support NYPD they were like sir you can't wear a hat in the courtroom Nine. and he's like but 911 <laughs> 911 they were like yeah we get it man we're trying to trying to win points we all we're in new york everybody everybody remembers 911 man let's take the hat off please yeah <laughs> He was greek when i lived in astoria and i had another landlord who i had to uh, report to the city cuz we had no hot water and this went on for a long time and then we were going yeah, to it, a it's wedding.
1: To ask, how long did you, how long did you live there without hot water?
0: It kept coming and going over like three months. I'd say like two days a week you just not have hot water. And I started calling, and I was like, I got to oh, rep- every time this happens, I'm reporting it to the city. I was like, if it happens on Wednesday and you fix it Thursday, and then it happens again Friday, you're getting a call. the City's getting a call Wednesday. The city's getting a call Friday. Fix it. And uh, then there was one <laughs> day where they, they, uh, my we had we were going to a wedding that I was the officiant of the wedding. My buddy Murph. And my it's ice-cold water. My wife's trying to shave her legs. Ice-cold water. She might as well be taking a <laughs> fucking machete to her legs. Just all blood everywhere. I called the landlord in a rage. I was like, you're not getting another fucking dime out of me until the shit's fixed. And I went into nice. a rage mode, and they finally fixed oh, it. Oh, yeah. Then they threatened to call the cops on me. I said, do it. And then the water got fixed. <laughs> Stepped up finally. Way to go. Thanks so much. That was, an, that was a much longer tangent than I intended. I apologize.
1: No, I enjoyed it.
0: Well, this one feels... Can I
1: ask you a question? Help? Yeah. How long have we been on the phone? Just because I need to send a text pretty soon here, I feel like.
0: 20 minutes. If you need to pause to take a text, go send a text. That's fine. Yeah, no.
1: Maybe you can uh, share another story. I'm going to put you on speakerphone. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. going to send a text while I listen no, to No, wait. You don't you need to have Wi-Fi? <laughs> don't you need to
0: have Wi-Fi to do both uh, Both at once? Do you? I think so. We're going to look this and up you. I never done this. Oh, yeah, it depends.
1: Okay. Yeah, oh, do you have you do that I'm, I'm being to told I'm
0: being told if you have uh, uh, certain carriers. Uh, okay, uh, you send your text. Mm. I'll tell another landlord story. It's like this guy needs to take a break. Send a text. If he's taking a break, we might as well take a break. Luckily, there's time for a break because we have sponsors. They have products. They have services. You might enjoy them if you do. Use those promo codes. It helps the show. Be right back with more phone call after this. Are you hiring? Do you know where to post your job to find the best candidates? With ZipRecruiter, you can post your job to 100-plus job sites with just one click. Then their powerful technology efficiently matches the right people to your job better than anyone else because... Unlike other job sites, ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you, it finds them. In fact, 80% of employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter, they get a quality candidate through the site within one day. There's no juggling emails or calls to your office. You simply screen, rate, and manage candidates all in one place with ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use dashboard. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by businesses of all sizes to find the most qualified job candidates with immediate results. And right now, my listeners can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash beautiful. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash beautiful. One more time, you want to try it free? Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash beautiful. Everybody needs to take a little bit better care of themselves. That's Nobody's arguing that, okay? And mental health, it's no exception. That's why today's sponsor, Talkspace, the online therapy company, makes it easy to connect with an experienced, licensed therapist that you pick based on your preferences for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy. Everybody knows I am a big advocate of therapy. I've gone on record on this. I've talked about it on HBO. I love it. Anything that makes it easy... Give it a shot. I think Talkspace is a great, great way for a lot of people to enter it you Can send your therapist texts, audio, and video messages. Do a live video chat. Talkspace therapists are fully licensed. They go through a rigorous screening process in addition to thousands of hours of supervised professional training. To match with your perfect therapist, go to Talkspace.com beautiful. And as a special offer for our listeners, use coupon code beautiful to get $30 off your first month. Show your support for this podcast that is coupon code BEAUTIFUL at Talkspace.com slash BEAUTIFUL. Talkspace, therapy for how we live today. Thanks again to the advertisers who make our show happen. Very much appreciate it. Now let's get back to the phone call. Okay, you send your text. I'll tell another landlord story. Let's see. When I okay. lived, when I lived in New Brunswick, New Jersey as a college student, my landlord was a man named uh-huh. Joe who was known locally As the king of kegs, because he owned a liquor store, uh, proclaimed himself the king of kegs. And he was a very, I mean, you can imagine, he was a guy who owned a liquor store and a series of slum-like apartments in New Brunswick, New Jersey that he rented to college kids. He's not necessarily an above-board guy. There was one day where he called me randomly. I did not have a close relationship with this man. I would drop off my check at the liquor (laughs) store, and I would say thank you to the king of kegs once a month. And one day I got a random phone call from him at about 11.30 at night. And he was like, Chris, I was like, what's up? He's like, I got a job. You want a job? You seem like a good kid. I think I got a job. (laughs) And I I didn't even ask what the job was. I said, no, thank you, sir. Whatever you're offering, whatever you're (laughs) calling me in the middle of the night about, King of Kegs, I do not need that job. (laughs) King of Kegs. King of Kegs, Joe. New Brunswick. Anybody who went to Rutgers knows the king of kegs. (laughs) Now, how's this text situation? Has the text been sent?
1: Just finished. You are off speakers, and we are back together.
0: Great. Now you talk for a while, because I've been talking a lot.
1: (sighs) Time for me to talk. Let's see here. What do I want to talk about? Hmm. What 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 kind of mood are you in? Are you in like more of like a happy, interesting story? You feeling dark today? I'm very exhausted.
0: Is the answer
1: very exhausted? Exhausted
0: right. is my defining thing. So I'm not. I will say I'm like not. I don't know how. I'm not so capable of heavy lifting, but I'm happy to try. Sounds good. Happy to try.
1: Sounds good. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I tried to call you a few times in the past. Gotten through a few times in the past. Actually, a lot. Oh, That's cool. But this has been the most like stable period in which I've gotten through. Right now, like, the biggest stress factor in my life is such a non-stress factor, and that's just fixing my motorcycle.
0: How'd you get into motorcycles? You brought them up a few times now.
1: Yeah, uh, I don't really know. I just wanted one ever since I was in high school, and as soon as I moved out of my parents' house and bought one, and ever since, I've just kind of had one or another. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't know. It's just been all my free time, like, for the past year. I finally, like, built one from start to finish with the help of two friends.
0: Do you ride solo and, or are you part of a crew? Uh,
1: I have a few friends here in town. Uh, there's not really that many here that are, like... We ride, like, old Harleys. There's not that many here that ride old Harleys. So we kind of stick together. That's but, cool. Uh, yeah, like, a, two weeks ago, me and one of them went to ride up to Canada, and it broke down... The first day, and it's been broken down ever since. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, that's what you get for having a motor that's decades old.
0: They have a weird question I've never thought about. Do they have tow trucks for motorcycles? How do you get a a tow on a
1: motorcycle? No, they don't. So
0: what do you have to
1: do? You find a a U-Haul 40 miles away. Oh, geez. And then you buy some ratchet straps, and you uh, strap it in. The back of a U-Haul truck, and then you drive home.
0: Well, that sounds like a nightmare. (laughs) Sounds like a nightmare.
1: (laughs) Not fun and not cheap.
0: Can I ask you a weird question about biker
1: culture? You can ask me any
0: question you like, Christopher. Oh, yeah. God, I mean, I don't, Jared, get ready to push the (laughs) hang-up button first time in this show. So tired, stressed out, but given blood. And I got this guy tormenting me. Here's my question. I, I've been on the road, you yep. know, driving a car, and then you'll have, you know, especially in mm-hmm. up, upstate New York, I've noticed, there's there's biker gangs up there. Yep. You see a bunch of guys on the vests come by. Yes. Yeah. You're a hobbyist. You're on the road solo. What's the protocol if, if, if they roll up on the road with you? You got to get out of the way, right?
1: No, they're usually really cool. Yeah? Like surprisingly, my my only interactions, I mean, it depends on the group, honestly. There's a couple that are really rad. Like, if you broke down on the side of the road, they're going to stop and they're going to try to help you. And then there's the other ones that obviously just got into it because they watched Sons of Anarchy and they wanted an, an excuse to, like, fight people.
0: Yeah. the one, And there's and the one dudes, percenters, right? Dudes, there's the whole one percenters thing.
1: Exactly. And those dudes, honestly, fucking suck.
0: Yeah. So you've had run-ins with those dudes?
1: Uh, not like a... Uh, Nothing I can like pinpoint. I've just been around them a lot, and usually yeah. they like to like uh, they like to shave their heads and uh, wear swastikas, if you know what I mean. Yeah,
0: yeah. Drop off their pictures yeah, with you and because
1: and because they're with a group of like thirty people. They know that no one's going to say anything, and they know that they can do whatever they want. Yeah. So yeah, those those people aren't my favorite I hate it because I hate being associated with that when I'm riding an old bike yeah it kind of sucks that those dudes are still around
0: must be cool when one of these like hardcore bikers sees your old bike though and is like whoa what's that like if you can impress them with your bike that must
1: be cool yeah it's always really rad when you're like in the middle of nowhere or something or out in the sticks and like you'll fall to a gas station and they'll just kind of be like I don't know, just some random old dude that's just walking by or something. And he'll start talking to you, and you'll think, all right, yeah, it's just another person who likes my bike. And he'll just be like, yeah, I had like, you know, like an old panhead back in the day. I had a hardtail like that. And they just start like going through all this technical stuff and like knows your motor and stuff. You're like, whoa, you used to actually like be one of those dudes. That's that cool. That was rad.
0: So, wait, you should tell us what kind of bike you have. I will have no idea what you're talking about, but I bet other people, I bet there will be some people out there that are like, yo, cool bike.
1: <laughs> uh it's an old shovel head, Harley. Uh it's a motor they made from like the early sixties to mid eighties.
0: What year's yours from?
1: Mine's eighty one, which makes it the newest motorcycle I've ever had. You got
0: a eighty one shovel head. That's your choice of the road right now. That is. Nice. That's cool. And you bring your that lady ball, out on the road oh, your, yeah. your lady rides behind you?
1: Oh no, she hates it.
0: What? Why? Why?
1: <laughs> she uh We got in an accident once, and ever since then, she's too scared. Yeah.
0: I'm scared of him. I don't blame her. I'm scared of him. I've mentioned this on the show before. I had a cousin who died in a motorcycle
1: accident. I've been scared of him ever since. Yeah. Yeah, I've known people, and I've had a lot of close calls.
0: You know, in New York City, there's like a special, you have to go to like a special driving school for motorcycle riding, and it's out in the middle. Of, like, everyone I know who's ever been to it says it's in a part of Brooklyn that's so deep and far that they can't even pinpoint like where geographically it could possibly be. <laughs> like, trains don't go there. Cause they're hard. You have to learn how to ride, especially I hear like if you're on a motorcycle, and you try to pass a big truck, the gravity of it could just suck you in, right? You gotta, that's like a skill you have to learn.
1: Yeah, it's a little weird because you'll go from, like, extreme wind to no wind. So that's when it feels like it's you'll be leaning into the wind, and then all of a sudden that wind will be gone. Whoa. You just got to, like, anticipate that. Yeah. Yeah. It's not bad, though. Hmm. It's very easy to control yourself. It's just other people that is the scary part. People yeah. that almost hate you.
0: I've never been on a motorcycle. I doubt I ever will be. Maybe you should. I don't think so.
1: I don't think it's my thing. I don't know. I don't know, Chris. I could see you on an old uh, an shovel head.
0: You could see me up on a shovel head? An old hog? Yeah. I yeah. Know. I don't know if I'd look so natural up you. on a shovel head. I looked up a picture of a shovel head. It's a good looking bike. I just looked it up uh, on the Google you? image search. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I fit on a shovel head, yeah, though. I mean,
1: if you want a proper picture, you'd have to look at like old bikes from like the Hells Angels because. My bike is chopped up and stuff.
0: Yeah. You reclaimed it. It's a reclamation project.
1: Uh I bought it. I mean the motor and the frame match and that's all that the state cares about. Everything else is from different years. Yeah.
0: That's cool. So, so you, you like motorcycling? You like you like being on a bike? You like taking pictures? Yes. You and the lady you friend summed me up. You and the lady friend doing good?
1: <laughs> yeah, doing great. As far as I know.
0: That's great. You think you're going to pop the question someday?
1: Yeah, someday. Not in any rush. We're already pretty, uh, I mean, we've been together so long. We have a dog. Oh, We're nice. pretty pretty solid.
0: What kind of dog?
1: Shepherd Lab Mix. So she's, uh, she's two now. So she's 70 pounds of uh, relentless energy.
0: Sounds like you got a pretty good life going for yourself.
1: Yeah, I'm happy right now.
0: That's cool. How often does your lady uh, fall into the bad spots?
1: Man, lately, lately it's like every day she's depressed. I mean, she she doesn't go that deep with it, Um, but I just feel so bad. And I think I think it's if I had to theorize, I think it's largely due to a job that she's stuck in and hates. Yeah, um, But I know I know that it's it goes deeper than that Because she's had these problems Even before I met her
0: That's a bummer Does she get help for it?
1: No She can't afford it We can't afford it uh, I, All I've known to do Is try to urge her All I've tried to do Is urge her to talk to her parents But she doesn't want to Open that up to them
0: What a shitty reason Like It just, it just bums me I can't afford it Can't afford A doctor That's a bummer reason Yeah
1: Sorry. yeah her work, yeah she only have health insurance right now and uh therapist is expensive
0: yeah ain't cheap that sucks yeah so she's open to it she'd be open to it and down with it she it's just not it's just not a factor
1: yeah yeah if it if, if it costs her her if, if money wasn't a worry yeah she would definitely love to try it uh, i'm sorry yeah, I just feel bad. Especially since I'm like I said, I I can't relate, I can't be like I've been there, I know what it's like. You know, I I have doubts but I don't think that's I don't think that's necessarily relatable to a a week long binge of not wanting to get out of bed, you know. Yeah.
0: So it goes that far sometimes.
1: Yeah, she will, but I mean you can just tell she'll just wake up and say, you know, she's not happy.
0: That sucks.
1: All I know to do now is just uh listen to what she says and say I'm sorry, and that sucks, and I don't know what else to do. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I wish I had more advice to give, but
1: I don't well, know. It's fine. She, uh, yeah, just got to get to get to a therapist one day, yeah,
0: yeah. I Not hope she's sure what else would do it. I hope it all works out and she yeah. gets there. I hope that the money comes in or the insurance comes yeah. in or the system changes and she gets in there. I'm rooting for you,
1: yeah. We talked about once I once this health insurance kicks in here, it'll be December 1st, and uh, gonna look into see if uh, if spouses get health insurance <laughs> she's like, Hey, if I can get health insurance for marrying you, why don't we just get married now,
0: yeah. <laughs> That's pretty smart. Yeah. that's pretty pragmatic.
1: <laughs> <laughs> a very passionate engagement.
0: Yeah, health insurance marriages. <laughs> I wonder how many of those are out there. I bet that's a thing. I bet that's a thing. Health insurance marriages.
1: It's got to be a thing.
0: Yeah, I wonder if there's people out there who are not in love, do not live with each other, and are married for health insurance. Definitely, right? This is one of the great unspoken health insurance plagues that in America. Why isn't yeah, our we're Senate blown it up? Why isn't our Senate <laughs> figuring out these health insurance marriages of convenience and cracking down? Crack down. <laughs> Cassidy Graham. I don't know. We got 26 oh, yeah. minutes left and I don't know what to talk about anymore. What's your lady do? What's your lady do uh, that's bumming her out so much?
1: Shrick's at a taxidermy shop. Uh, she doesn't do the what? taxidermy, they sell it. They, they sell skulls and taxidermy.
0: Damn. Yeah, that, that gets all yeah, fast. True.
1: Yeah, I mean, her bosses just suck. They're just, uh, they don't pay the employees what they should get. You know, just classic. We just want to keep all the money for ourselves kind of deal.
0: Can't help that she's surrounded by death all day, right? That can't be a positive.
1: I thought that might be the only thing she enjoys about it. Really? Yeah. Is she gothic? Is we she like gothic. gothic. Yeah. Well, you would never know looking at her.
0: What kind of, like horror movie type stuff? What are we talking about? Like you get really into Halloween. No, more
1: like, no, not like that. More oh, you, just uh
0: oh, the mental state.
1: No, it's it's more like nature, just like an like loving animals. Uh, just yeah, just contact during what she's in. Uh, we also enjoy a lot of uh, like metal and sad music.
0: Oh yeah, who are we talking about here? Depeche Mode. I bet you. I bet mm-hmm. you like Depeche Mode. Yes. Ministry? Yeah. I, we're talking uh, ministry here?
1: I don't know them. Nine Inch Nails? Is that nails. weird? Nine Inch Nails? No, 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 no. We're not We're not going in the Hot Topic now.
0: I went in the wrong direction. Yeah, I went Hot Topic. You are right. I went the Hot Topic route <laughs> yeah. of sad music. So Depeche Mode was on target. Okay, so then it goes what? The other direction? The, yeah. cure, the cure of the Smiths? Yes,
1: yes, yes, yes. I have a Joy Division tattoo.
0: You got a Joy Division yeah. tattoo. What's it say?
1: I do... Yeah, uh, it's their first album. It was one of my first tattoos that I got, like maybe ten years ago now. Oh, Less than that, but yeah, it's the Unknown Pleasures cover. Before it started getting sold everywhere, so now everyone just thinks uh, everyone just thinks I'm celebrating a uh, T-shirt.
0: Yeah, that's a bummer when the world catches right. up to your tattoo. When you commit to something for life, and then the world <laughs> catches up and takes it in a whole new yeah. context. Yeah, that's tough. Okay.
1: It's okay. a shame, but yeah. I, I I would still get it.
0: I love it. Mountain goats? We talking mountain goats?
1: She loves them. I I can't get into them. I'm going to be honest.
0: Okay. Hey, no shame in that.
1: Yeah. She but she them. definitely loves them. She went and saw them by herself because I didn't want to
0: go. Hey, your lady needs you to take care of her right <laughs> now. You can't be letting her go see the mountain goats by herself. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to either be a very healing experience or one that's going to make her think way too hard and I think I think John D would be the first one to say, "If you're depressed, don't come to a Mountain Goats show by yourself." He can't have that riding on his shoulders.
1: I, it sounded like it went the other route, though. Like it sounded like it went the positive way, no, where actually, it was like a very uh, yeah, I
0: don't know. I'm sure it's great. The I've actually seen. I've never seen Mountain Goats live, but I've seen video of him in action, and it, it, the, the just the speeches he gives alone, I would pay the price of admission for.
1: What's your favorite live performance you've ever seen from my, a
0: band? My favorite live performance is, I went to South by Southwest a few years back, uh-huh. and I got word that Billy Bragg was playing, which I was very surprised by. Um, it didn't yeah. seem like an environment, but I think he, I think maybe his tour matched up with it. And anyway, look up the venue. It's in an old church, but like like an active mm-hmm. church, like still has pews. And I went in there. Oh yeah. Yeah, I went in there. I, I went early. I was like, I'm gonna go. I, I want to make sure I have a good seat for this. And I think a lot of people had that idea. It was just like packed, wall to wall people. Billy Bragg, in an old church, and, uh, awesome. and beautiful. Yeah, he didn't play all my favorites, but played acoustic in an old uh-huh. church. And then he ended. He said, "I'm not a very." You know, he said, "This environment's a little ironic because I'm not a very religious man." But now I'm gonna play the most religious song yeah. I know, and he played "The Times Are Changing" by Bob Dylan. Times they are changing. Oh, classic! Yeah, I don't know if anything will beat that. I will tell you this though: I was just in Chicago for Riot Fest. I got—I was there when Jawbreaker reunited, and that show is right up there, right up oh, yeah. there in the top. Yeah, yeah. you a Jawbreaker I
1: saw, fan? Uh, I saw—I'm I, not really oh. there, all right, but I mean, I saw—I saw photos of that all over my Instagram feed. So I'll tell oh, you, that.
0: Jawbreakers the best. Everybody got to listen to more Jawbreaker, baby. That's a good, bit. that's a good, <laughs> yeah. smart, that's because you like the sad music and they're kind of poppy, but their lyrics can be so sad, can be so heartbreaking and true and
1: honest. Hmm. I like all of the, I, I like, I like oh. all those things, Christopher. Maybe I'll give them another shot.
0: Could, we could run through a whole list of Jawbreaker lyrics today
1: that I think you'd love. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. I think one of my favorite shows is out of Old Church as well. Really?
0: ironically. Yeah, what are your favorite shows? Walk yeah. me through this. Walk me through this. This is one of these episodes that's just chit chat. It's just me and some dude chit chatting. Yeah. yeah, these feel good I every could, once I could in a while. It up. Hey, you take it in whatever yeah. direction I mean, you want, but I got no problem with the chit chat. I'm not calling it out in a bad way. I'm just saying sometimes people yeah, call mean, I, up
1: and. Yeah.
0: On the brink yeah, having I, mean,
1: I just listen I just listened to the episode you put out this morning, which was uh, the dude talking about wanting more free time, you know, yeah, yeah, and so that was kind of that's kind of a heavy handed one, so I think that's why I'm more <laughs> yeah. geared towards uh swapping stories with you
0: that's cool, heavy handed on whose part, his or mine, or both it's okay. you won't hurt my feelings
1: i mean heavy handed in, in terms of like uh like his part like you like the things you were saying like, were obviously, I feel like he hadn't fully considered them until he said them. He was like, oh, shit, I think there's something to that.
0: Yeah, he didn't realize how it sounded until I responded, and then he was like, oh, this is being recorded as well. You could tell. Was, he's was not saying the coolest <laughs> shit he's ever said, and he knew it. He knew it in his heart. <laughs> anyway, what's the best yeah. show you've ever been to? he needs a second to think about what's the best show he's ever been to because that's a loaded question i bet in that moment that he's thinking well here's what we can do we can hear from advertisers because we're in a capitalist society it's what makes the world go around also how i bring the show to you for free is these advertisers so do support them use the promo codes when you do we'll be right back with more phone call support for today's show comes from squarespace you ready to start your new business gotta make it stand out use squarespace With beautiful templates created by world-class designers, Squarespace makes it easy to turn your idea into a new and unique website. You showcase your work, blog, or publish content, even sell products and services of all kinds in just a few clicks. You customize everything from the look to the feel to settings to products. You use Squarespace's analytics to help you grow in real time. That one's very important. You get to know your audience. Not to mention everything's optimized for mobile right out of the box. And with over 200 extensions to choose from, Squarespace offers a new way to buy domains. Best of all, nothing to install, patch, upgrade, ever. That's the very tricky stuff for novices, myself included. They make it so easy, I can vouch for it personally. Though, if you do run into trouble, you got a question, Squarespace has an award-winning 24-7 customer support team there to help. A dream is just a great idea that doesn't have a website yet. Make it a reality with squarespace head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch use the offer code cg to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain that's squarespace.com offer code cg thanks again to all of our sponsors now let's finish off the phone call anyway what's the best show you ever been to
1: i mean i've been to so many uh just for the sake of another old church show uh yeah, it was this church called the Black Church here. Uh, it was an old church but now it's just uh, used for music venues. Mm-hmm. But they still kept it looking exactly the same. And uh, I guess I just gave away obsidian, city and then someone looked that up. Whatever, I don't care. Um, it was this dude called uh, King Dude. King Dude? Uh, he's this guy from Seattle. King Dude yeah, from he,
0: uh,
1: Yeah, he just played an acoustic show by himself there. Uh, it was very good seeing him. He's a uh, I'll just say that he had, he had a song that was sing along called Lucifer is the light of the world, wow. and it was very fun experiencing that in a church.
0: Lucifer is the light of the world.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Now this reminds me of a show I once saw when I was probably sixteen years old. There was a New York area ska band, and everybody. Let's not pretend that uh-huh. in the '90s we all weren't totally into ska. Everybody scoffs at it now. Ska it was fun. We had fun. <laughs> we liked it. We danced. We had fun. So there was a...
1: Ska- hey, I'm not judging.
0: Yeah. Now, everybody knows ska bands mm-hmm. often had pun names that put the word ska in the title. I can tell you that some- uh-huh. sometime around 1996, 97, I went to Montclair State University and watched a set by a band called Mephiscopheles. Mephiscopheles. It was a satanic <laughs> ska band. You just remember reminded me of that because they made us all chant the words Hail Satan before listening to their ska, ska songs. Their Satan-themed ska songs.
1: Wow, they certainly found a niche, huh? Oh yeah, uh, Satan, satanic.
0: <laughs> Sometimes you just look around and you're like, you know what? Nobody else has cornered the market on satanic sky yet. Let's pick up the saxes, pick up the trumpets. Let's get to work.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was I was very into Satanism for a while.
0: Really? What? I you're telling me am. that with 18 minutes left? Yeah.
1: Satanism? Yeah, yeah. you you're- would know me. Maybe, maybe it just it's just so it just blurs. I mean. I have the words Hail Satan tattooed on me. I have pentagrams on me. (laughs) Hold on. Hold on. (laughs) Me and you talk for 42 entire minutes,
0: chit-chatting about motorcycles and shows we've been to, and then you tell me you have the words Hail Satan and pentagrams tattooed on you? You wait 40 minutes to tell me that? (laughs) It just kind of blurs away, man. I don't think much of it. I think a lot of it. Explain. You were that into Satan. What do you mean you were, were you a Satan, would you go to the church, would you go to the church of Satan?
1: No, I just, I I got, well, let me clarify, because there's different forms of the, I was very in the Levain Satanism, so Anselm Levain's writings, and he, I didn't really view it as a religion, I view the, he's more like philosophical, he just uses Satan as a symbol to talk about different things, and that was more what I was geared towards. I mean, I don't identify that way anymore, because I just think, you know, identifying with any religion is kind of a problem. I think Sam Harris has, like, the quote where he talks about religion and he says uh, something about ident- identifying with a subset of humanity rather than with humanity as a whole is a problem. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that was kind of like, all right, I'm, I'm not going to call myself anything.
0: Now, Levet, you're talking about Anton LeVay's brand of Satanism. From what I've read, a lot of it is about, like, self-protection. Put yourself first, take care of yourself, and then you can take care of your fellow man.
1: Is that accurate? Yeah, I, I wouldn't say that's wrong. Uh it definitely has selfish tendencies. Uh, it's basic if I had to sum it up, honestly, I would say he says to live life like a kid. Like if you want to do something, do it.
0: Yeah, follow your impulses. And this is where Exactly. This is where sometimes the label like the the, the stereotype of like sexual rituals come into play because there is a lot of if you have an impulse, you follow it.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, he definitely believes in like freedom, sexuality, freedom, just overall freedom. He just said he just uses the symbol of Satan as a way to attack, you know, like Christianity and how repressive it is,
0: and and more uh, other people installing their moral morality, their morals over you. This idea that other people claim perfection and, and purity because you mm-hmm. because you, and and because they want you to stifle your instincts. I get all that. So when you yep. sit down and when you visit a tattoo parlor and and the guy says, so what are we looking at today? Are we thinking maybe like uh, Calvin from Calvin and Hobbes? We're going to get an anchor, <laughs> maybe a tribal design, and then you go, no, hail Satan. I want hail Satan. How does the tattoo artist react?
1: Uh, this was The hail Satan was a friend in his apartment when he was learning how to tattoo, so I just let him what? take an empty spot on my arm. And it says, it says hail Satan, drink coffee.
0: Hail Satan! Drink coffee,
1: and yeah, is this a visible? Is this a visible man. place on your arm? Uh, if I'm wearing a t-shirt, you can see the Hail Satan part.
0: Oh, good. I'm glad you covered up the drink coffee part and left <laughs> Hail Satan visible. <laughs> I bet, were you were I bet a few years back, you're wearing a shirt to a, you're wearing a short sleeve shirt to a job interview, and they're like, "Hey, you seem like a good guy, but best we can do is put you in a completely dark room because we can't have our customers seeing all the Hail <laughs> Satan
1: stuff." You know, I think I, I don't even think about all the tattoos I have. I just realized when this new job I got, I wore a short sleeve shirt to it. So apparently, they didn't. I didn't care.
0: Now, how do your how do your loved ones? How does your family react when you come home with a Hell Satan tattoo that you just let your oh. buddy your uh, your buddy make? You just let your buddy oh, do it.
1: Dude, my parents my parents hate my tattoos.
0: <laughs> yeah, my parents hate my tattoos, and they just say Morrissey. <laughs>
1: Yours, yeah, my parents like the Joy Division Satan. one and everything else they hate. They like which one? <laughs> they like the Joy Division. That's oh it.
0: wow, hip! You got hip parents. Yeah.
1: No, they don't listen to them. They're just like, I like the way that looks.
0: Now, what are the other tattoos you have?
1: Oh man, uh, I don't. My chest is covered. My ribs. Uh, I have a sleeve on my left arm. Uh, I have some weird ones on my legs. Oh, you have some weird I probably ones. Probably want to get again.
0: Weirder than the hell Satan. Yeah,
1: yeah, sure. What's weirder? What's on your legs? Yeah. Uh well my old roommate we had a we had an ongoing thing where we we would we couldn't decide this is gonna sound so stupid. I think I was like eighteen. And we couldn't decide who was the punk bitch. So we get into these yelling arguments what? calling each other a punk bitch. What? So one day I went and got his name is a punk I can't say his name, but it's his name and it says is a punk bitch and then tattooed on my leg. Like, First and last name? Yes, first and last name. That's probably the worst
0: tattoo then, I've ever heard of in my life. I'm not trying to be mean. That's but, probably the worst tattoo I've ever but, heard of.
1: Our other friend got his name and then said, looks like shit, tattooed on his leg.
0: Same guy attacking the same guy?
1: Yes. And then the guy getting attacked just got na-na tattooed on his leg.
0: Yeah, he won. He won.
1: <laughs> yeah, probably did.
0: You can't ever break up with your girlfriend. <laughs> right? Thanks, Christopher. Thank you. You can't. I'm not trying to be a jerk, but you can't. How do you explain that? How do you go on a first date? How do you go on a first date and explain punk bitch, hell Satan?
1: How do you explain these things? You wear pants and a long sleeve shirt.
0: I Just guess kidding. so. I guess so for the duration of a relationship. So wait, did you used to go to like Church of Satan events?
1: No, I never went to events or anything. It, this is just me reading all of his books and just agreeing with a lot that he had to say. You
0: just got into Anton LaVey's books enough that you got a Hell Satan tattoo. Okay, okay. Yeah. Clear
1: a clearer picture of I things. So. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I, don't take, I don't take tattoos that seriously. Half of them are just, like, band tattoos that I like.
0: What bands? What bands merit tattoo status? Joy Division.
1: You will not have heard of most of them. Uh, Joy Division's one. uh, Electric Wizard's another. Uh, Pentagram, Devil's Blood. It's a local band called Donova. I think that's it.
0: Devil's Blood.
1: I think those was was my my band tattoos.
0: It also says, does it say the words Devil's Blood on your body as well?
1: No, it's a sigil.
0: A, There's a, no words. It's a sigil. Got it. Yeah, I read yeah. Game of Thrones. I know what a sigil is. Yeah?
1: Yeah. Should we just talk about Game of Thrones for the next whatever, 15, you, 10 minutes, whatever I, we have left? You a fan? <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. We got 10 minutes left. We got 10 minutes. I'm
1: okay. Sp- we, don't, we I was joking about talking about Game of Thrones. Yeah, but no. yeah so I know. I'm I, a
0: fan. You know what's fun, <laughs> though, is I get this, because you've told me, like, you're into photography. Motorcycles, different bands, mm-hmm. these tattoos, and more than any other call we've ever done. I feel like, oh, I know which kid in high school you were. Like I know which kids I went to high school <laughs> with. That I I yeah. understand. I understand because I yeah, was like a little uh, pop punk in high dork. School.
1: Oh yeah,
0: but I remember the kids who were like a little darker and a little heavier. I remember those kids.
1: <laughs> yeah. So high school. Uh... Freshman year, I hated it, so I went to homeschool for the next two years. Wow. And then I went back senior year to graduate with my uh, friends. Oh, uh, 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 that must have and gone horribly. A... <laughs> it, it went all right. Uh, really? Yeah, it didn't go that that poorly. It won't go as bad as you might think. That's, um, good. That's good. But yeah, senior year, I was in a film studies class, and our final was to make a short film that had to be between 10 and 15 minutes. And there was like a film festival that we had to premiere it in front of everyone for. And I made, rather than sticking to the 10 to 15 minute window, I made a 25 minute black and white movie on Ian Curtis.
0: Wow. You're real. You're no joke into joy division.
1: Yeah. I, I went, I went full on in high school.
0: Now, how do you feel about people who say that new order was better?
1: <clears throat> That's fine. Honestly, I understand it. I mean, new order is cool. Uh, yeah, I'm cool with it. I don't judge.
0: For a, for a, a motorcycle-riding Satanist, you don't get worked up about much, man. <laughs>
1: uh, I mean, I do, but I doubt your listeners want to hear us talk about fucking Donald Trump at all.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think everybody... <laughs> I, I can't. It's yeah. depressing. So wait, you just tell your parents... We, we hey, we do do that, yeah. You tell your parents, I'm not in high school, and they're like, okay, homeschool. Like, how do you... Be?
1: They're just... They hadn't yeah, ever I, homeschooled before? I, I found... You before? A, I found no, no, I found a place in the area that took care of it. I just went in once a week, and they would give me packets to take home and, uh, like, resources to, like, learn the material.
0: Whoa. And then what? You take the tests through this organization?
1: Yeah, yeah. It was just—it pretty much just getting, like, a ton of homework all week but not having classes.
0: Oh, that sounds like
1: a good trade. Yeah, it was cool.
0: And you get a diploma out of that, not a GED, a high school diploma. You go back to your high school?
1: No, yeah. you'd get, if, if I stuck with it, I would have gotten a diploma. But yeah, I just went back to regular.
0: Damn. You got it all figured out.
1: Yeah, I know the system, Christopher.
0: Uh,
1: I got to squeeze s- him in while I still can.
0: you send me into a rage. I can't get you worked <laughs> up about anything. You say, Christopher, about two more times, I'm going to lose my mind to smash this water bottle. Uh, against the computer monitor. <laughs> going to charge me an arm and a leg. Never met a more relaxed Satanist. Never met a more relaxed Satanist in my (laughs) life.
1: Have you met any Satanists? To be fair, no. Okay.
0: None that come to mind. You are the first.
1: Well, I'm glad that we became best friends in an hour.
0: Well, yeah. I mean you have a point. You have a point. Yeah. You do have a point. We got about seven minutes left, my friend.
1: Seven minutes, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I always hear people say this goes by fast, but it really does go by fast.
0: Now you're about to go walk back into your photography studio job. Have you received a return text? Are they mad? Do they understand where are
1: we are? Oh shit! Let me check. Uh, my phone vibrated like 20 minutes ago, and I forgot to check. Let's see.
0: Come on! I'm not trying to get anybody fired.
1: Let's see here.
0: Oh yeah, I'm on speaker. Uh...
1: I don't know if that's good or bad, but uh, she'd never text me back.
0: So who did text you?
1: Probably my girlfriend. Probably? You just, I just went to my, uh I just went to the last text I sent.
0: Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. So, I asked if it was cool if I uh, took a long lunch and get a response. So that should be fun.
0: It's your second day you're asking for a long lunch. Why'd you do that?
1: <laughs> I can't be responsible for this. Because you're my best friend. Time.
0: Hey man, don't I mean while we are clearly best <laughs> friends now, don't put that on me. My wife is my no, best friend. I, At best you could be my second best friend.
1: <laughs> like I said, if there if there is a lot to do, I want to know even the call when I saw I just happened to be like browsing Instagram and your little Twitter notification came up, so I was like, well, sitting here doing nothing.
0: That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. So you, yeah. you spent high school just doing it well, your do you own want? way. Riding Now you ride the hills. Yeah, exactly. Ride the hills. <laughs> Listening to music that <laughs> evokes the darker the road, side brother. of life. Capturing the visuals <laughs> in front of you, because while you can visually see the world and capture it, you never quite felt in step with it. Mm. Love will like, tear us apart. I like apart. how you're describing me. Love will tear us apart indeed. <laughs> so deep.
1: I had, what could I tell you in the next five minutes? What kind of question could you have for me?
0: Uh, I don't know. I had that one Joy Division album. I really liked "Level" Will Apart, and then I found it to be Diminishing Returns on my own. But people I know love them, so convince <laughs> me. Convince me here.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Ian Curtis was the best.
0: Yeah, really great frontman, huh? What's that? Great frontman.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. I thought you said great drummer. I was going to have to uh, correct no. you on that one. Come on, I'm not. I'm not that ignorant. <laughs> I know. Oh, I know. Did
0: you ever do any like Satan prayers like... or chants, or was it really just reading books and agreeing? You never. You never went out in the woods. Said no. A prayer, said a chant? No. I
1: never did that stuff. No. No. <laughs> it was just reading books.
0: You were a low-level devotee, very low-level devotee to Satan, to get the words "hell, Satan." tattooed on your arm. That is an extremely (laughs) entry-level devotion to Satan and a lifelong permanent choice.
1: It is. So far, I'm cool with it. I don't mind it. I still think there's a lot of good to pull out of those books, but like I said, I'd rather just not really let myself in with any group.
0: I bet LeVay himself would applaud that choice. I'd like to think so, Christopher. Mm -mm. Three and a half minutes. I got one left. more
1: on you.
0: Three and a half minutes left. No, you said, I'm mad. He said if
1: I said it two more times, you'd smash your water bottle.
0: Yeah, you got three and a half minutes and one more time. If you say it one more time, I'll just sit in angry silence for the rest of this call. Next time you say Can it, we I'm just. Can do that?
1: Can you sit in silence?
0: Next time you say my name, that's what I plan on doing and I commit <laughs> to my bits. So if you want me to sit in silence, say no. it again. So if I go, if I go
1: silent. Are really going to piss some people off.
0: You could, you could effectively, if you say my name, this episode will end with three minutes of total silence. Dare I do it? That's up to you, dog.
1: Hmm. What'd you say?
0: I said, that's up to you, dog.
1: I don't know. I don't, I don't handle silence well. That's a long time to say that. <laughs>
0: I would love if you, got, if you did wind up getting fired or reprimanded at work and they're like, what are you doing? Oh, I was just standing on a phone in silence with a guy, <laughs> some guy that I never met.
1: Yeah. That would be great. I agree. Yeah. Totally. I'd love to lose this job that I'm stuck on. Thanks, Chris.
0: Yeah. Hey, don't blame me. <laughs> I didn't ask you to call. I mean, I guess I did ask you to call in the sense that you're part of the greater world. I didn't ask you to walk away from yeah. a plum gig.
1: I lose this job, just I'll leave a I'll leave a voicemail on, your, uh, on a number you can call. Yes. You guys can keep an ear out for it. Just so, so you know.
0: You weren't kidding. Cocaine, flaccid penis. <laughs> yes. That's a thing you really saw pictures of. And then someone comes and picks them up and says, hey, thanks.
1: Yeah, ain't no big thing.
0: Was it the guy? Was it a guy <laughs> or a girl that picked that picture up?
1: I wasn't there when I got picked up. I usually wasn't up front. I was usually in the back in the dark. So right. half the time, I didn't see the people that brought in the photos unless they took a photo of themselves on the phone. Damn. So I usually missed that awkward exchange.
0: It's <laughs> uh, the best. It's the yeah. best. You work on film or you do digital?
1: Uh... I'll use digital if I get a gig, but all my all my personal stuff use film.
0: You develop yourself?
1: Yeah, I mean now I can't. Now I don't work there, but Yeah. when I was working there, yeah.
0: That's cool.
1: The way to go, Chris. I almost said it. I know. Well don't say it.
0: One minute left. One one minute left, my friend. What do you want to say to the world? Eh, nothing. Come on. <laughs> That's that's how this ends. So we're trying to stick the landing here. So we end this hour of of supposed entertainment.
1: <laughs> isn't that how it goes? Isn't that? Isn't that kind of metaphorical? You expect so much and you receive so little.
0: Spoken like a true semi goth. The music you're describing is not quite—it's not quite goth, but you're almost, you're somewhere between like industrial, new wave, and goth, from what I'm picking up. I mean, that's just Joy Division,
1: though. I don't know these other bands. Yeah, you would never assume goth looking at me,
0: except for the hell Satan tattoos. I mean,
1: <laughs> I mean if you saw that, I'm. Might-
0: Thank you so much, caller. I've never... Have, I'm in my head thinking we just talked about depression, the loss of eyesight, cocaine, motorcycle gangs, and Satan. And all of it was the most relaxed conversation I've ever had. I do not know how you pulled that off, but kudos to you. Thank you for calling. Thanks to everybody for listening. Thanks to Jared O'Connell and Booth. Thanks to the Reverend John Delore and Greta Cohn. i build this show in the early days. Thank you, Shell Shag, for the music. Want to know more about my dates when I'm out on the road? ChrisKeth.com. If you like Beautiful Anonymous, rate, review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts. It really does help. In the meantime, see you next time. Thanks. Today's show is sponsored by Talkspace, the online therapy company that lets you choose from over 1,500 licensed therapists. Get matched with your perfect therapist who can put you on the path to a happier life. For a special offer just for our listeners, visit Talkspace.com slash beautiful. Next time on Beautiful Anonymous, a guy who works in the most intense world I can imagine tells us all about it. That must wear on you. You must have your moments. I'm sitting here complaining that I get to host a talk show. Meanwhile, you're taking on the, the absolute worst society has to offer to try to bring justice to victims.
1: Yeah, you know, if you don't find an outlet or a way to deal with it, I think it would weigh on you an awful lot. But dealing specifically with sex crimes, which they're almost essentially just child abuse investigations, so it's children that are being oh, victims of sex crimes what helps you get through it is you realize that you become able to actually, you know, help this child put an end you know, to the abuse.
0: That's next time on beautiful anonymous.
1: Hey, I'm W Kamal Bell and this week I'm guest hosting the longest, shortest time. I'm talking to my friend Shannon Lee, AKA daughter of Bruce Lee. Daughter of the Dragon. I should just put that after you, my name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it should definitely be on your business card. I should hand it with sound effects too. Like. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Bruce Lee died when Shannon was just four years old. She talks about how weird it is for the world to know so much about her father. When I realized, like, oh, I know him intimately in a way that nobody knows him, I was like, neener, neener, neener. <laughs> <laughs> She'll talk about her dad's philosophical side and what her own daughter is taking from the family legacy. She always refers to that movie as the movie where Gung Gung fights that really hairy guy. <laughs> <laughs> For those who are not aficionados of Way of the Dragon, that hairy guy is Chuck Norris. That's right. This week on the longest, shortest time. What's up? <laughs>